0: Hey everyone, this is the In the Word Podcast with Will and Marie, and I'm Will. I'm Marie. And we're your hosts and we're discussing prayer. And we've been excited about the subject of prayer, but we'd also be excited about hearing from you. Please write us at in the word podcast at gmail.com. Amen. That's in the word podcast. All one word, no spaces, at gmail.com. Write us, we'd love to hear from you if you have questions, comments, feedback. Things we can do to improve our our uh, podcast or subjects that you'd like us to discuss. That's something that we haven't put out there before. But if there's a topic that you would like us to consider, we are certainly willing to mm-hmm. consider that. So mm-hmm. give us some feedback mm-hmm. at in the word at gmail.com and we would love to uh, hear from you. Yes. So we've been talking about prayer. We're going to continue to talk about prayer. And so I I wanted to move to we've talked about the presentation of prayer, the power of prayer. We've talked about the um, position of prayer. Um, I wanted to talk about effective prayer Mm -hmm. uh, because James Mm -hmm. talks about effective prayer. Mm -hmm. And actually, James uses this verse here in uh, James chapter five. Uh, He gives us this great dissertation he says in James five fourteen according to New American Standard Is any one among you sick, then he must call for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, mm-hmm. anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. Yes. And if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven him. Yeah. Therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. Mm. And actually in James chapter one, just continuing with that thought, uh, James says, um, James one six, but he must ask in faith without any doubting for the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea driven and tossed by the wind for that man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord Mm -hmm. being a double minded man, unstable in all his ways. Mm I mean, the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. So, we're not going to obviously cover this in one episode because there's a bunch of thoughts that I have, and I'm sure there are just as many, if not more, that you have on this. But before we dive into dissecting that, I, I really wanted to talk about an example of what I consider effective prayer. Okay. Um, because prayer is, is effective prayer has a lot of different definitions. When you hear that, what what's the first thing, Marie, that comes to your mind regarding an effective prayer that James is talking about?
1: Um, I look at effective is as um praying what will get God's attention. You know, learning how to um through the word of God, through our knowledge, understand mm-hmm. what um and what I wrote in my notes is is I'm like what I'm working on for myself is to really start slowing down when I'm reading the scriptures, especially scriptures where God talks about himself or mm-hmm. there's an attribute about God right. and um, learn how to slow down and really kind of ponder that. Remember it, meditate, muse upon it to really get an understanding of what God says about himself. Right. And then um, I feel like uh, one aspect to an effective prayer is learning to pray the word. You know, learning to approach God um, according to what the word talks about Um, and quietness. You know, I I told someone the other day we were talking about how when Jesus went to pray, the instances that they gave us in Scripture, he went to the mountains. He got away, you know, and maybe we're too busy, but, you know, you know, we just can examine our lives and examine our prayer and make sure we have the confidence that we're praying effectively that we're praying a prayer that God says, you know, and what's the one was James or wherever James five, um, you know, he gives us an you know example of, um, call for the elders of the church, things like that. Right. And so maybe I think about this because maybe there are people who are discouraged from praying because they feel like they never answered or they're hardly ever answered and they wonder why and you know, whatever. But that's just, you know, something I had written down about, um, learning how to slow down and, and, and meditate on the Word so that I will remember it and that I will pray it, pray the
0: Word. Right, right. And, and you know, later on down in that passage in James 5, you know, the Lord references Elijah mm. who prayed. He prayed that it wouldn't rain and it didn't rain for three years and six mm-hmm. months. And he prayed again, and the rain poured down on the earth and produced its fruit. So
1: right that's... He had confidence that God was going to answer that,
0: <laughs> you know. Right.
1: And so, yeah, the question would be, how do we get to that point? How do we get to that level where we have the confidence to know that God is going to answer our prayers?
0: Well, I, I, that's a good question. And I, 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 I think God in some regards, answers all prayers. Well, I think we, sometimes we say the answer is no. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> the answer is not is, what yeah. we want, right. right? So, So really maybe a better question or a question that we should be asking before we ask, you know, about God answering the prayer is, are we praying the right prayer and are we praying for the right thing? You know, and you could Mm -hmm. even take it a step further and saying, are we praying the right way? Because early on in James, when he starts the book off, that's how he ends the book. It's only a five-chapter book. But he starts the book off in chapter one, and he talks about the whole process of asking. He says that, you know, he talks about asking in chapter one, and that when we ask, we we ask amiss. Amiss. And uh, that's Mm -hmm. why we don't receive. And so... um, You know, I think I think when we when we look at it, we have to say, okay, well, are the prayers getting answered because they're the right prayers? Are we asking for the right things? Are we asking the right way? There's a lot of factors to me that goes into prayers not being answered.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's right. As you were talking um, and understanding if we're praying the right prayers or praying according to the will of God I think based on what you just said would take us examining ourselves so that we can know in our spirit whether we're praying amiss mm-hmm. or whether we're praying cuz the Bible says that we can bring prayers and petitions and all of that so we can petition God and we can do, you know, other ways of coming to God but to understand that might be one of the hindrances to script to praying is that we think we're praying right Mm-hmm. Or praying for the right thing, but we're really praying amiss because we have not examined ourselves, and we're not being honest with ourselves, perhaps, and um, and being selfish in our prayer or whatever, and not even trying to find out uh, what would please God. What am I asking for, and how would that please God? How would that glorify Him? Right. Yeah. Right. And you know, I look at Psalms. Um, one one of my favorites is Psalm sixty six. And when I was uh, looking into uh, trying to get a better understanding of prayers that would please God and Psalm 66 says to shout joyfully to God, all the earth, sing the glory of his name, make his praise glorious. And I thought, well, how do I make his praise glorious? Then you read verse three and it says, say to God, how awesome are your works? Right. And to me, in my mind, it was like, okay, okay. When I start extolling God for what he's already done, you know, and then it goes on to say, come and see the works of God who is awesome in his deeds towards the son of man. And then it goes on to say, he turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the river on foot. You know, so it's kind of telling us those are his works. And he was saying, make his praise glorious. And I believe he's saying, remember what he's already done right, and just exalt him and magnify him because of that.
0: Right. Right, yeah, and and so I alluded earlier to James. I wanted to give the reference that I made in James about asking that, and, mm-hmm. and uh, because you ask him, is that's James four two. Um, the entire book really gives good information about the right attitude for asking. But he says, you ask and you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, wrong motives yeah. so that you may spend it upon your pleasures. Mm-hmm. So asking, you know, yeah. Get, get, I think it, I think the whole process starts with asking for the right thing. You know, uh, finding out from God. Well, what do we? You know, what do we actually ask for? That
1: takes you know? relationship, right? Understanding. You know, hearing from God and knowing, understanding what we could
0: pray for. Him. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because we we want to start there when we ask yeah. for the right thing uh, to to even come close to getting the results we want.
1: Right.
0: So Lord, we ask you to bless us today yes. to ask for the right thing and to ask the right way and ask with the right motives so that you might be glorified and your people edified. We thank you in Jesus name. Yes. Amen. Amen. Please join us next time on In the Word Podcast with Will and Marie.